and sing together. What do you reckon?
fresh air that you are And they will inhale you Deep into their lungs And they will exhale you As far as you will go listening to the what are we listening to today open lines with holly and mark on open lines radio i'm so confused i've been going crazy so many shows you don't even know which facet of your personality is supposed to be speaking tonight it's true it's so true that's funny i was wondering how long you were gonna let the uh, claps go and maybe just take it in like it was for you and for me um i was i know i was i kind of was i kind of got lost in the applause Oh, hi, Holly. Hi, cute Mark. Uh-huh. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I hardly, I think I hardly look cute. I've been just running around ragged with this new format for Open Lines Radio. Do you think it's going to work? We'll see how much energy I can keep up. I'm on day three. I'm not worried about your energy. I'm oh. worried about your technological changes. You think this is all going to go through? And... I hope so. All right. I hope. I hope so. What are you are you are you talking about Skype? Yeah. Yeah. About your multitask, lowering the boom microphone, switching the thing, <laughs> and skyping all simultaneously, hoping to circumvent the delay. No, I think I'm getting it. I think I'm getting it. I think I've got the delay figured out. We're, we're about master? to find out. We're about to find out. So I don't want to put. I don't want to like pump myself up and then like. Oh yeah. I don't like, <laughs> I guess I should on, be, We're about to find out. I should like, be let's talk about this. Sorry. On the post-production meeting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, noted. Um, so, have you been listening to the new Open Lines? Of course. Format? Yeah. Shows? What do you think? I love your streaming consciousness, although, I mean, I get a lot of that. Oh. Oh, oh. but hey, this was really good. I like it. And you played some of my favorite tunes on your mixtape feeling that tomorrow is going what's tomorrow thursday there's i don't think we have anything going on tomorrow i think i'm taking a day off unless that's the old unless there might there might be something tomorrow i don't even want to i don't want to jinx it all right then don't it won't be me though um and then or it might be next thursday but i mean we'll see anything's possible on friday i'm going to be doing this uh show on friday morning called the friday filibuster (laughs) (laughs) And I already um, just talked for like 45 minutes straight on Tuesday, so I don't know what the hell I'm yeah, going to say on Friday. you're going to go more, huh? But here's the thing. Here's the you thing with Friday. Talk. I know, but, but here's the thing with Friday <laughs> is I don't want to be the one talking. I want to open up Friday to anybody. I'm, here's the challenge. I'm throwing this challenge out to you, listeners. If you think 
if you're thinking about wanting to do a show like we've been putting the call out, that's great. I want you to. But if you just have something you want to say, you think you can fill one hour. Do you think you can? I won't even introduce you at all. Can you fill one hour What if they want time? you to introduce them? Will you do it if they want it? Of course. All right. But if they don't want to, if they well, want... But they might not just want to go, if, you know, If they want in. one hour of time. And until somebody steps up and takes that hour, I will do it. All right. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might read from books just to keep that... Just a filibuster. I don't know. I thought All it was right. fun. I like it. And I had an F for Friday. Saturday... Saturday is going to be cool. It's going to be uh, lectures and stuff. Saturday detention. Oh. But it's a good detention. You're gonna we're gonna learn some stuff. Sunday's the the Hobo Safe Camp virtual campfire. So there's a lot of action going on here on Open Lines Radio. Tune in every single day and listen. So what's been new with you? With me? Yeah. Did you finally get through your list? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> I was spaced out. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Seriousness. What was I going to talk about? Hmm. Well, I just, I just posted on my story a little story about my diabolical ironclad beetle, which they're these little square guys, and they just lay there. So this is how it all ties in. They're always out here on the driveway, and I'm always, like, looking really closely at everything and kind of looking at strange bugs and everything, so I'm fairly well-versed with this guy. Anyway, I was just... Here's the other part of the story. So then I'm thinking Mercury went direct the other day, and I'm kind of in this job and stuff where I'm dealing with some stuff that I don't really want to be dealing with. You know, corporate attitudes, crazy stuff like that. Whatever, but I... Somebody said something that the old Holly would have been truly offended and deeply hurt by. Like what did they old, say? I'm not even going to say. But old me would have, like, imploded. And I almost smirked. Like, I don't know. Like, I crossed some threshold in my authority problems. My, I do have problems with authority. But I, I just took on a whole new armor. You didn't react. I did react, but I reacted like kind of like a shithead. I kind of like got this grin like, oh man, you have no idea the voodoo you just invited me to do. Because <laughs> now I'm going to go above and beyond and around, you know. Anyway, I felt like I had crossed this threshold. So then I was feeling really cool and really zen. It was still pretty early in the morning. And then I had to go to El Cajon. So I was over in El Cajon. It was still early. It was nice and cool. And we had a sit down meeting. Raul was there, my boss who will remain nameless. He came and sat down next to me. We were waiting for the conference call to come through. And a little diabolical ironclad beetle starts crawling on the cement in front of me. And I was just kind of tuned into him. I was just watching him because they kind of move like funky little robots, you know. Boom, my boss comes down with his foot and smears him just right in front of me. And I, I reacted. I reacted almost violently. I like jumped up and I screamed and I'm like, why did you do that? Why would you do that? And Raul was like, whoa, 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 are you okay? Are you okay? Like I was ready to come at him and he's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was a thing. 
I'm like, that's a diabolical ironclad beetle. Do you want to know some facts? This guy can play dead for up to 16 hours. They go back to prehistoric times. They eat fungus. They're known for being run over and stepped on and walking away unscathed. But you know, you smeared him. <laughs> you know? And I was just like, so I kind of... livid. I was livid. So in one moment, I'm like congratulating myself like, oh, you've got some new thin skin. Thick skin. You're not like being a wuss anymore. You're not taking this crap. You're smirking. You're thinking of ways to go up and around. And in the next minute, I have like this total violent reaction and then meltdown over my beetle friend. What do you make of it? I guess I'm just as volatile as I ever was. <laughs> so I don't know where. I was hoping I would come up with some own my own resolve you at were the hoping end of to this. You were hoping to have a cathartic moment at the end. Well, it, I you? feel. I mean. Well, I'm still mad. <laughs> I'm still kind of mad. But hopefully I change some minds. Hopefully my my facts will make people stop. Maybe, and, maybe and your reaction will stop him from, future, smaller, from doing it in the future. Yeah, I mean, because it's like, okay, if there's a bug in your house and you're really worried about it, like, turf war, okay, kill it. But if you're, like, outside and a beetle is just, like, slowly crawling along on his morning stroll... And I was kind of tuned into him. We had a little thing, and then all of a sudden, just whoomp, this foot came down and just demolished him. It was like this microcosm train wreck thing. It can happen to any of us. I was so upset. If you think about it. Give me some catharsis. I don't know. Give me well, <laughs> I don't know. I guess you're still you. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, but you... But I mean, that's they're two different things. Like one thing is something a dumbass says, and the n other thing is like actually like violently taking life needlessly. Right. So of course you reacted differently. Thanks. Okay, so I, so I'm not <clears throat> like unhinged by reacting violently to the death of a beetle. No, not when you're not when the beetle's outside in the world. Okay, so you, you feel my beetle vibe. All right, I just I don't know. One minute I was like super zen, just like, ooh, yeah, I've overcome. And the next minute I was a mess. Well, I think people, I think especially men have learned as boys that that's just what you do. So like they don't even think anything about it. So maybe it did take your reaction to Yeah, you know, the mind. look on his face, he did look pretty shocked at the way I jumped up. And I don't know that he had ever heard that octave in my voice before. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be the last time. But I feel better. Thanks for just letting me get that off my chest. Sure, we no problem. You want to come on the Friday filibuster and talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. All <laughs> right. Diabolical ironclad beetle facts. Now, is it when you first were talking about it? I was like, "What was so diabolical about it?" But that's what it's called. That's, that's its name. Yeah, it's like Folius diabolicus because. Um, actually, they're really interesting to me. I could go on and on. You probably want me to filibuster about it, but like. I guess there was this thing in England where they made these living brooches and they would glue the jewels onto these beetles and attach a little chain and put the pin lower down and they're so slow moving that it's like this little jeweled beetle would just like crawl over to your shoulder and then slowly back because he's on a little like golden mm -hmm. chain it was like this Weird. whole thing so they were bred for a long time for that and like you have to use a drill like the the anthropologists have to use a drill to get through their uh, exoskeleton to put a pin in them for display boxes they're like huh. 
they're hardcore. I just think, I don't know, they're just fascinating. And they just cool. eat mushroom stuff and move about the world completely. They're not hurting anything. Not a thing. And they move like cute little weird robots. Weird. Interesting. Look them up. What are they called? All right, I'm done the with diabolical that. Move on. Move on or I'll beat a rat forever. All right, all right. We have a guest tonight, a very special guest joining us tonight. I don't have any idea, as I usually don't, what she's going to talk about. Right on. <laughs> uh, and that's okay. That's the way we like to do it around here. Let's see if Heather is there. You... Hi. Hey, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Oh, doing so good. Hi, Heather. Oh. Hi there. I was really listening to your conversation about the um, Mercury retrograde and then working in the corporate atmosphere. And it's something that I think that I deal with too. And sometimes, don't you just want to tell them when everybody's thinking of like, you know, what's wrong with the all the computers today or what's wrong with the network today? Don't you just want to go, it's Mercury retrograde, don't you know? <laughs> yes, like you should just take a chill day. Like don't fight it. Like let's right. do something else yeah. and brainstorm or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm excited to be on. Oh, thanks for joining us. We're excited to have you. We always love new voices. Mine is, don't I sound like the little uh, six-year-old or something? <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like your giggle. Your giggle uh, is great. <laughs> Thank you very much. So you said we could just get on here and wing it. So I only have like a couple of topics. I didn't really um, try to script anything. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, uh, you want me to tell you a little bit about me, or how's this going to go? We're just going to... Yeah. Just jump in and just... All right. Yeah. Or Matt. Well, I tell you what. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> I'll tell you a little bit about me. And then, um, I uh, have been working with energy healing for several years now. I, I think I started doing it in public in 2010. And so I'm working with um, energy therapy, and, and this could be remote or, or in person. It's not necessarily Reiki, but it's kind of like I'm, um, I've been doing some research on Nikola Tesla and the energy that he um You'll find, you know, all over the social media with the memes and everything where they talk about the energy that Nikola Tesla knew there was, right, that's uncontained. And so I have a healing research and education foundation, and um, I am going to be doing some research studies, so some energy healing research studies. And, I mean, a lot of people have done this already and really proven it's really a quantum thing. You know, so I think that that's my thing is really things that are invisible and mysterious, but we know they're there and we know they work. And everything that Art Bell ever talked about probably <laughs> is I'm interested in too. And so that was going to be my first question was, um, so the title of your show. <laughs> 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 yeah, you have to go way back to one of the early episodes where we I talked about it, but um, I wouldn't oh. advise going back and listening to it. It oh. was a train wreck of an episode. I was just learning this this thing. Yeah, we um, 
Holly and friends. I, Holly and I used to, uh, we, we lived in Salt Lake City and we used to drive to uh, a little town in Nevada called Wendover that was a couple hours away and you would come home late because you'd, you'd go to Gamble because that's where the casinos were right over the state line border and we'd come home and drive across the, the west desert of Utah listening to Art Bell, that's what kept us up. So we kind of like, the early stages of our courtship, I guess you could call it, we're basically <laughs> listening to Art Bell late at night. So. And, and then any time, then we moved to California, and any time we'd have to make trips back to Salt Lake, we would just listen to Art Bell the whole time. Just to, I, I don't know, just when I'm driving, I like to listen to talk rather than music. It keeps me engaged. Great. Yeah, and I think it's important uh -huh. to kind of carry on um, the openness that Art Bell had of just really, he never made anybody feel weird or silly for what the stories they were telling. He kind of gave everyone some space to just get weird and i <laughs> i just feel right. like that needs to definitely. be continued <laughs> definitely well it sounds like a match made in heaven that's that's great that sounds <laughs> awesome so um Thanks. yeah coast to coast am was um one of my favorites uh, to listen to i don't have i don't listen to uh, um very much uh talk radio anymore so i'm glad um i started i think i found you guys on instagram so um Awesome. That's how I found out about you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm enjoying your shows that because you've got them up on SoundCloud too. So yeah, that's where most people listen to them. Yeah, yeah. I told my a couple of people that I was going to be on here, and I was like, "No, you you don't have to listen to it tonight. She, my dorky voice will be immortalized, <laughs> and you can go back." <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you're doing research that, I mean, when you say that it's kind of already been done or it, it gets done again and again, do you think that's because it's important that we're like performing the experiments often and kind of keeping that energy going? Or do you think that people just need to like do their own research to prove it to themselves? Like, tell us more about what you're exploring in this. Sure, sure. So I think that it needs to be integrated. It's so separate. And so many of the, I think, so uh, here, I'm going to, I'll just take a hit, right? I work also, I've worked for like 20 years in oncology. Okay. And so I started working with patients in the hospital. I started working in neurosurgery. And I worked with one of the top neurosurgeons in I mean, I would say the world, but I mean, I think definitely in, um, you know, North America. And he was the first one to ever talk to me about this whole ancient alien theory, right? And about this advanced DNA and about people having more abilities than um, what most people talk about, right? And so this was a neurosurgeon. Somebody, it, I, we're sitting there, we're doing an, uh, operating a somebody with a brain aneurysm, right? And and he's telling me all these things about this angel DNA and about, about um, you know, angels. And I mean, I, I was fascinated, right? And so... Um, that's when I really, I think that was like 1998. So I was obviously already working with um, patients, right? So in a healing sort of capacity. And I noticed that I would put my hands on, on people's feet and not even know what I was doing, not even really thinking about it, right? It was just sort of like second nature. And, um, and then later I found out that while I was there and had been working with him, he had a zero infection rate. 
right? Zero. And I went back like, I don't know, like eight years later, and it was like 30% infection rate. And I think that what I'm trying to get at here is that it gets so polarized, right? So anything that's alternative therapy, it, it seems to, um, and, and, and maybe it's just that I'm not aware of the people who are not so cultish like it turns it, it goes from one extreme to the other either you're allopathic medicine and you're you're in there in surgery and you're you're working on people physically you know mechanically or you're wearing all white and you know you're all crystalled up and everything not that I don't love I love crystals I have probably 300 of them okay <laughs> I, I do I'm, I won't lie about that but I mean it goes one one extreme to the other and so I think that what I'd like to see happen is that it, it become more mainstream because, you know, in indigenous cultures, they already do this. They already work on each other. And in many of them, they give each other um, energy healing every day. That's done every day. And so um, I, I'm trying to maybe bridge the science world and the metaphysical um, esoteric world a little bit because I also channel too and that's just been um a natural thing since i was little i've been psychic since i was little and seen aliens and the whole nine yards you know what i mean so i know it sounds crazy and like if i were to tell the people that i worked with that's why i was really interested holly <laughs> by how I started talking about you know it, it, when you work um in corporate or you know um in a corporate um environment you can't just you know, feel like we can't just talk about these things. We can't just say, well, your laptop is crashed because Mercury's retrograde. Right. <laughs> you just go around with their secret identity and you think like, if you just yeah. knew like what I actually knew about this situation. Mars yeah. is, is stationary. Yeah. But I you're mean. right. It's like it's separate. It's like this isn't a realm where I can bring these gifts without feeling like they're misplaced and I, I suppose the same would be like in a in this sterile hospital where people are receiving you know this very physical scientific care the integration of energy work um, more of a, a heart-centered vibration even like a daily energy work as like a vitamin for the people who provide care I mean I really like where you're going with this yeah yeah, and it, that's something that I know. Um, actually, there's a, a nursing program. Um, it's for RNs, registered nurses, and it's it's healing touch. So you can get a certification in healing touch therapy. But there's so much more to it than than just that, um, because that that just barely scratches the surface of the fact that we're all connected at a, 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 an atomic level like molecularly like our we're all connected literally that's why people can send healing energy from like i have sent it from alabama to alaska before um you know and and people have said to me they're like oh wow you know i could feel it as soon as you started i could feel it as soon as you uh ended and usually what i'll do is when it's remote i'll record it and so people write as soon as they're watching it they're like wow I hadn't told anybody that you know I had been having this problem and um, I was going to go to the doctor about it and so it's it's a connectivity that 
it's easy to not think about but we're all connected at this really electric level and i think that um you know nick i've got like all of nikola tesla's workbooks and stuff and his books he wrote and um i channeled him actually <laughs> i just i wasn't going to but i had somebody like you should really try you should really try and see if you could talk to him and i was like okay so i'll i'll see if i can tell him kind of like a psychic medium type thing right, right. and um so just because you can't see basically his message was just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not real it's more like what you can see is less real than what you can't see if that makes sense yeah yeah actually i read that is somewhere you? the <laughs> other day and no that's it's crazy and i really kind of had to think on it the same way i did this time but i was like i i just was thinking about this the other day um but I think that's that's amazing. So when you when you channel, do you identify with kind of a an otherworldly source that is bringing that to you, or is it just is it? Do you definitely identify with yourself as picking up on the connection with people, or do you kind of have a um, a guide or anything like that? Yeah, I I do have a guide, and I. I, I believe that I've always had guides. It's just more like being, we all do, you know, and it's just like being aware of them, being aware that they're there and being aware that you're communicating with them because I think sometimes we can just think that we're thinking thoughts in our head or, um, and usually for me, I really connect when I'm around water uh, because, I, I, you know, water is, um, a, um, it's a connective um, medium right so um i think that i i don't do the whole thing where i let somebody talk through me because that's terrifying right. <laughs> i don't blame you i really don't blame you on that <laughs> yeah and i tell myself and i tell them and i tell everybody i'm like i'm really not gonna have a british accent and my head spin around and all that stuff you know because that's terrifying but um yeah so i I have been working actually actually for 10 years now. I got some sort of information from one of these psychics who's a he's they were famous his whole family and they were on um Sirius Radio. Okay. And they had a, a talk radio show on on Sirius Radio and it was Angels on Call. And it so it was Mario Kino and Chris Corey and they're out in New York. And so they um started talking to me because they were telling me some things about what was going to actually be unfolding right now it, and I'm seeing it happen like it's insane it it some days I'm like oh I'm just losing it you know um but um they, this was about he talked also about um Jane Roberts who channeled Seth this being energy being called Seth and so Jane Roberts was alive in the 60s and that's when she was really doing a lot of her channeling and her husband at the time would write it all down so so there's like there's volumes of it so um I don't know if you've heard of these books or not have you heard of Seth Speaks I have yeah oh uh, yeah familiar. isn't it awesome mm, yeah it's yeah, really it's, great it's, 
yeah, it's beautiful material, you know. And so, but I was, so I was always a little bit terrified that just one day that's going to happen to me. I'm like, I really don't want to let it come through my voice like that. But I guess if it's going to be that way, it's going to be that way. But so now um, I've reached a point where I can turn off the music, turn off all the electronics and tune in and sort of have this telepathic conversation, right? And it, it is actually um, my guide that I'm aware of, um, I believe is from the Andromeda galaxy. And it sounds, this sounds so whacked out. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. So, so good fire. There. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. No way. You are yeah. safe as a star seed with this audience. You are. That's it. Yeah. Sure. And so that's what this is about. And, and mostly uh, the information that I get from my guide and my guides is about um, the healing, healing humanity. Right. Because what they've told me and from what they've shown me is that we're not supposed to be sick like this. Like this was not supposed to. Um, we don't have to live and, and be sick. You know, um, it's something that can be repaired also. And um, and the way that they're showing me that that can be done is by channeling basically the Earth's energy and the energy around the Earth. And that sounds, you know, very shamanic. So um, I don't think that I've found anything in any of the communications that I've had Um to, to be um, unbelievable or against anything that I would um, be on board with, you know. So it's actually been really enlightening. And one of my favorite things that um, they've told me is that, believe it or not, from where they are, we, our light shines like stars and they can see it because it's so bright from where they are. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Cool. Yeah. It's unbelievable, but it's still, but it's believable, you know? So, yeah, I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's so awesome. So, yeah, I'm weird. And <laughs> no, that's really yeah. cool. I've done some, some channelings before. Um, and it, it, you say, you know, you kind of, when you get around water, you start to pick up energies, but um, sometimes I get, this starseed communication that almost comes on the wind. It's like this wind will will come up and all of a sudden I'll start picking up things. Sometimes it's Pleiadian, sometimes it's, uh, you know, Lyran in nature, but um, I've had a few brief little downloads from Andromeda that are always so, and that you say shamanic, it's exactly like that. They're like really well written, really concise, Right. Yeah. Um, intangible, <laughs> yeah. metaphorical. It's it's a totally different kind of voice that that comes through on those. So I love that. I I wouldn't have thought to say shamanic, but that's exactly what that's exactly what it's like. That's awesome. It is. I'm so glad. I've got chills now talking to you about this. I think it's great um, that you're able to tune in. And, and the more people I meet that are tuned in, um, the the happier I am, you know, um, because I, I can see that we're all, you know, working to make, make a difference, you know, um, 
so one of the things that you 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 said about Andromeda about it being more of a um, a different energy, like uh, the communications are are very different. You know, uh, the first thing my mom always asked me is, "Well, what is their name?" <laughs> right? What is their name? And so um, I said, I, "I don't think they have names. You know, they're they're energy, like they're energy bodies, and they don't need names, right? They've got this energetic signature, and it's something that we don't understand." Um, you know, or we don't think of right away down here, we think, okay, you know, what, what would be their name? And so I asked the star being, you know, from Andromeda, I was like, okay, my mom is asking, you know, do you have a, do you have a name? And of course, you know, his answer was, um, no, we, we really don't have names. But what he told me was so interesting because he said, um, the closest that I will give you a name so that you'll have something to call me. And he said, I don't have, you know, we don't have names, but the closest in form and function to what you would call a name would be Nemo, right? And so I was like, okay, let me go look this up. So I got on, you know, on Google and I'm looking it up. And in Nemo, it literally means nobody, no man, nowhere. Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. That is so cool. Yeah, so that's why he said in form and function, it's the closest, you know, he could come up with. So I thought, I, I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. Yeah, I love that. I would, you know, I've tried to describe the signature and the imprint from Andromeda before too. And it's like, how do you describe like a Rorschach made of light? That's right. like, um, <laughs> yeah. it's the same yeah, on both totally. sides, but asymmetrical, the top from the bottom. It's like, yeah, so that's so cool. It's it's awesome just to talk to somebody who kind of um, can articulate things that I have never actually been able to articulate. I'm kind of mind blown. You did a great job. You did a great job. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. The, Mark, are you, you channel? Do you channel, Mark? Yeah, well... <laughs> I channel through writing mostly. Yeah. And, and, and I, I don't know. I just kind of like zone out and I write and then I go reread and I can't, I don't remember writing it usually, but I'm more, I'm more kind of a, a, a an earth based kind well, of you're thing. You're ancestrally <clears throat> tied. Uh, you've had just such an interesting lineage and they really still do their work through you. You're, I, you've got a different, I, I prefer to be down in the mud. <laughs> yes, I like to do the work. I like to do the work, the dirty work, and sure. And, and but something that you said earlier that that really stuck with me, um, because we've been doing like you were talking about energy uh, distance healing, and 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 then also talking about Tesla and how we're all connected through energy. And the one thing I've right. noticed over the past couple of years that we've been doing this social media experiment and and connecting with people on social media is how it's almost like you have a, a better connection and you can connect with somebody better at a distance because it's like when we're these analog beings and then we have to our energy goes <laughs> digital and then re comes back yeah. out analog on the other side if something happens we're in that compatible. digital transformation <laughs> before it comes back to analog as it crosses the world through whatever signals right <laughs> And, and 
it's I but I what I found and it's almost like when you when you're face to face with somebody you don't have that electrical like you don't have that it's almost like you you encrypt your, your message into this digital yeah, form well, you're or energized something. and I, electrified yeah and digitized so there's a lot going yeah. on <laughs> all of it yeah and and it, in person what happens is I think that in person, depending on who you're working with or who's doing the energy work or who's around or the, the environment, you know, our walls kind of go up, you know, we, we are more of our ego comes forward, I think. And then so, so remotely, right, I can work on somebody and, and send this energy healing and scan, scan them and, uh, pick up things, you know, medically. Of course, I'm not a doctor, so just saying that. But I mean, a lot of people can do that, right? And it's because um, maybe it's because somebody's not right there looking at me or saying, "No, that's uh, that's not right," or "No, that's not right." It's really hard, you know, um, in person. But I do find that it can be extremely effective um, to do energy healing in person too. So that's something that's um, that I think I I have seen just just be to- totally blow my mind. I mean, um, seen some amazing amazing things. Or people um, get up and their their back pain is gone. And I had one woman, and she was like, "You've you've cured my restless leg syndrome," and I didn't even tell you about it. I forgot to tell you about it. <laughs> Yeah, that totally reminds me of like, um, just just kind of the evolution of Edgar Cayce and how he started out kind of just talking to people close to him and saying, you know, like you scanning them and getting a sense about something and then it turning out to be right. And then the more popular he got, he like got to the point where he needed to have them be in a separate room. And he would have to like lay down on a couch and kind of yeah. scan them remotely and dictate it to someone yeah. else because he was having such a, an overwhelming amount of um, energy and uh, sick energy kind of coming at him. Yes. So in order to like yes. keep his immunity up, he yes. had to like have a physical barrier between the person he was scanning psychically and himself. So like... It's not. It's not a crazy. Yeah. It's not a totally new. No. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's interesting. No, but I also like the idea. Like, like I like. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying there should never be face to face interactions. Like, uh, definitely as far as like when you're doing healing work yeah. and transferring like physical energy to physical to a physical body. Like that's something you can do it remotely to an extent, but you can't. It's not the same as like when you're in the physical world and you you need to physically tra- Like, I don't know. I'm not. I guess there's a place. Yeah, for both. I've received distance Reiki that was hugely felt and, and impactful. Right, but when you're talking about, like, fixing somebody's... Or not fix, but, you know, like, helping somebody with, like, restless leg syndrome. You know, like a physical thing. Yeah. Like, that's all. Like- <laughs> it was... Yeah. 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 I mean, I was like, what? Are you kidding? Um, you know, and so... And I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't expecting it at, at all. And I wouldn't have even tried it if it hadn't... Been for that neurosurgeon telling me about these things, and then life just sort of took some strange turns, and um, you know, I ended up where I'm at now, and uh, just kind of followed followed the the path. But um, but yeah, I mean, it can be it's great remotely, and we are all connected, and I think that um, 
to some degree, like Edgar Casey, his blood pressure would go sky high. Yeah. Like as soon as he would come out of his trances, it was a trance state, right? Yeah, I'm, and, I, don't uh, mean, I don't know if it was like initially, but you know, eventually, yeah, he was just having to do it from a state of sleep because he just couldn't. It was just too much. <laughs> he was helping so many people. Definitely, like my the bridge of my nose. It's this is so weird, and every time it happens, I look at it because I know I'm like. That's not a that's not lupus. That's not a lupus rash because you you know they get this red butterfly yeah. um, rash across their nose. Well, it's not a it's not a rash. It just it it glows across the it turns red across the bridge of my nose. And what's funny is it's right there, so close to the at an angle, you know, from the pineal gland, which I think is interesting. Oh, yeah. So um, yeah, it's so, so it's like you can see me light up, <laughs> literally. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, it's not amazing to have a butterfly rash. That that's that's oh, yeah. <laughs> don't have that. But like, no. I like that thought of like kind of like a heat reactive, yeah, just right below your pineal gland and still close enough to your line of sight that that you can detect it from like a cross-eyed state. I kind of saw it like I had it's this funny. visual of you going cross-eyed, and it was like <laughs> I love it, like, like Rudolph, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I I think that um, I would like to see it become really part of everybody's daily practice. We get so busy. I mean, I know I do, and I know there are other people who who practice who, who are better than me about maintaining their zen. You know, um, you did really well. Like, <laughs> yeah, some some stuff I just. Yeah, I just can't. Um, but I think that um, we get busy. We get so busy with our lives and with having to pay bills and run from one thing to another and then also fit in our passion, right? Also fit in um, what we love. And um, I don't think that in my in my sphere, I don't see people, you know, um, working on healing each other every day and it sounds like okay so that might be something that might seem excessive to to work with your energy every day but i mean think about it it's there with you every day all the time absorbing all kinds of other energy you know and coming into contact with all kinds of stuff and i think that we've just ignored it and the energetic aspect, you know, our energy bodies. And so that's why we're seeing, we see so many uh, manifestations of, of illness and, and um, disease. So um, yeah. I think that I could be somebody in the middle, right? In, the, in between science and um, spirituality, because really, really it's all science, right? Isn't it? Don't you think so? Like if it's here and we know it's to me it's like um i'm not saying there's no such thing as spirituality of course what I, but what i'm saying is that i think they've labeled them separately but they're the really same. more yeah i feel that way too i get that that's totally. almost the corporate thing the corporate the corporation has labeled yeah. itself separately right yeah yeah absolutely i like it absolutely 
I like that um, you described yourself as kind of like an intermediary because when you say, you know, to take a moment to heal yourself daily, I think like first you integrate mindfulness. Um, it's kind of step one. And then as soon as you're kind of like, okay, I'm actually like living mindfulness, totally move into some intentional healing work for yourself and then take it to others. Like this is, this could be a nice little ladder that we can, we can work on. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think, um, I am hoping to um, just sort of do these studies for free where I don't, because it's not like I'm trying to make any money off of them, but I, I feel like it needs to be written about, right, and, and expressed. And um, maybe I'm hoping that it will get people talking about it more, you know. I mean, I've know, I know, too, I've had some very impactful um, Reiki sessions where people have sent me Reiki remotely and, um, and, and, and in person, too. And um, I, it's just amazing because you can feel it immediately, and then all of a sudden you feel, you feel better, you know. So I wanted to be a skeptic because I just I wasn't really familiar with Reiki at the time, but... Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was profound, and it, it changed my perspective on things. I just hadn't necessarily been around it or, or really talked to it about it. I had, you know, I grew up more in the tarot crowd, so it was a little bit different for me sure. at first. But, man, did it make a believer out of me. Just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love if you that ever you want to explore that. <laughs> yeah, if you ever do get the chance to... Um, uh, uh, have some work done in, in person because yeah, it can really affect you like on a physical level. And let's get super weird here, okay? Super weird because we're uh, yeah, we're getting <laughs> um, so super weird for me. It means that really all this started at, like for me. I was raised with a pretty religious background, right? And um, my uh, family was Catholic, and I had some other family that was Baptist, and you know different things. But we would go to church, and then um, my mother was uh, Catholic, and so there are all these stories that are just like miraculous stories about healing. You know, um, especially I think in the Catholic Church. So do they have little books and everything about these um, little girls in Fatima? You know yes. that would see images of mother mary and jesus and then they would turn you know like in lords um they the the water is healing miraculous water and it, people documented people being healed of physical ailments and so i think that i already believed that it was possible and i think that's a component to it too is that i think what you're saying about you know it's easy to be a skeptic because if, if you're not introduced, you know, to it or if it's something totally new and unfamiliar or that or maybe you don't understand like even the 
mechanics of it, like the quantum mechanics of it, or, because not everybody is um, talking about that when they when they talk about energy healing. They're just like, oh, you want some good juju? I'll send you some good. Everybody loves to say that, right, on, right. on social media. They're like, sending you some good uh, juju. Sending you some vibes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what does that really mean? You know, it means we're connected at uh, our particles are literally connected. And so I'm linking myself to you um, half a world away, and I'm going to send you some good juju that way. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it really interests me a lot, and, and I guess it, it always has. And um, I think that I gave, even working in the hospital, I was able to give my patients a little bit of that um, good energy even without knowing that I was doing it. So certainly people that don't even realize they're doing it, we're, we are doing it because um, that's the energy we put out, you know. Yeah. Can you, we, we, I want to kind of sure. go back to these studies that you're talking about doing. Can sure. you talk a little bit about what that will entail? Yeah, sure. Um, so I already have... Uh, I emailed everybody, and this was a good year ago, and um, I just, I've been trying to get everything together since then. So what I'm going to do is do some um, remote energy healing studies and some in-person energy healing studies to kind of look at the differences, right? And so people will receive free healing, say, for um, like once a month for three months or once a month for six months there's going to be different um sort of arms to the to the remote energy healing study and i'm going to be looking at things i'm gonna there'll be like a diary for them to fill out of course um uh, in the beginning you know what are their ailments and this will be something that they keep and that they complete throughout the course of sort of like a, a research study Right. And so they will, there'll be, I've thought about this, right? So there's going to be maybe a group of people that know that they're going to get the energy healing and when it's going to happen. Right. Cause I want to see how that looks and how they, how they feel, what they have to write down about that, about how they feel afterward and could they feel it when it started. And then there's going to be maybe, um, a, a group of people that don't know when they're getting it. Oh, right, like a placebo. I <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so I really, yeah, exactly, exactly. And what's funny is I've been working in research studies now for the past, you know, decade. So I can write one of these, no problem. And it's just, um, it, it's it's exciting. And uh, but I'm not going to be. I don't think I want anybody um, to sponsor me, right? Because this, I want this information to be sort of more pure. Yeah, from it needs to be sovereign to, so yeah, that, yeah, no exactly. one can taint it. I, I get that, totally. That also makes it a lot trickier. That's a, that's a big project. <laughs> it, it is for somebody that already has, like, five jobs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need to clone myself, speaking of science I, I need a few more of myself to, that I can just run around and so um, no I, I'll be able to do it I love doing it and actually um, when you have this sort of universal or source energy running 
through you if you're sending it. You get the energy too because it runs through you because you're the conductor. And so um, what I've found is that um, I actually end up receiving the healing energy too just by sending it. And um, I know that I've talked to other people who have, who have found that to be true too. But so these are going to start um, relatively soon, I would say definitely in the next couple of months. Um, and and uh, not to plug or anything, but if anybody wants to, to um, sign up, I've got a website. It's galacticguidinglights.com. And you can just contact me through there, and I'll put you on the, on the list. And it's just energy therapy. And, again, I'm, you know, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not telling anybody I'm a doctor. I just um, – most of the people who have already signed up have been my clients for – over five years already. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, it might be good yeah. to get some uh, fresh energy that you don't know. I've already right. got some people in mind <laughs> yeah. to send the, to send yeah, to you for this. <laughs> yeah, send me some skeptical people. You know, <laughs> I've got one skeptical person. I I know I know of right now. I can think of, and they'd love to. Yeah, fill out that diary. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love where you're going with this. And uh, just let me know if there's any small way I can help, whether it's just, um, oh, sure. yeah, I'm because totally I thought into what you're doing. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I thought about, uh, even having, um, branching out and seeing, you know, uh, with other energy healers if they wanted to also participate too. So that's another, um, idea where I'm not the only one doing it you know <laughs> yeah and as you're speaking I can totally hear um star beings coming through in the digital like I I'm hearing these little um and so I know you're about to have some some huge downloads too but um when you said like that you receive the healing energy like that was like this kind of quick little download flash that I got that you almost um when you say you're, you know, your own conductor, just kind of turning yourself into like that cosmic egg and reflecting your own healing energy back to yourself. Yeah. And I, I totally love it. <laughs> I think it's awesome what you're doing. And um, thank you for being you and working in in hospital care and oncology and, and being a presence there. Um, I just... I know I'm getting emotional. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> no, I think. Thanks, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's good, and, and even yeah. I, in the corporate world, like I don't think we always have to reveal who we are in the world. It's it's yeah. it's good enough to just be who you are, you know. Like you like that's just ego wanting people to know yeah, what you're capable she, of. She but like, you, can, you can you can you can gorilla light working is a big. However, you can work and get it, get the medicine to yeah. people. However, they'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And now I will tell you to real quick. I know we're gonna wrap up, but uh, what I so when I first started working um, with patients, they would say to me, "Okay, so we need you to find these particular patients with this particular illness before they have their blood test to diagnose that they have this particular illness, right?" Okay, so this is the company, right? And they're like. We need you to do this. And I wasn't, um, I mean, this is before they're tested to confirm that they have the illness, right? So they needed the very first blood draw. And so if they missed it, 
the blood trial happened before they visited the doctor and before they got the confirmation back from their labs, right? So they would go, okay, so we need you to look at these parameters and tell us who you think is going to have, you know, this X illness. And what I was finding was that I could pick up the charts and know, and I was so accurate and later they would come to me and they would be like so we need you to tell us how you're, how you're finding these things so that we can reproduce it at these other centers you know like, that you've got open you can't reproduce this that technology <laughs> I, I doesn't like, exist yet <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just getting it psychically you don't understand that's yeah amazing. <laughs> that's amazing that you could just just from the oh wow I'm really but interested in your work. But it's hard to explain to people, right? That's the it. it it's kind of like, not like I wanted to announce that, hey, I'm a this or I'm a that. It was kind of like, oh my gosh, what am I going to say to explain myself? <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. That's a tricky one because it's like, yeah, I want to help you, but like, it's hard <laughs> yeah. to be the person that's like, um, you're going to get sick. It's just a feeling I have. <laughs> it's like, how do you approach yes. that? Like, it takes a certain level of um, emotional maturity and, and etiquette and everything to even be able to discuss such intimate things as healthcare um, and, and things like that with people. That's, you're, you're awesome. That's a, that's a, this is a big thing. This is a lot of work. <laughs> If I can do it, think of all the other people that can do it too. Like this is totally possible, you know. It it's um it's just a new level, but really it's an old level, right? Because Mark, if you're working very earthy and um, Holly, you know, you're connecting to the other um, galaxies and and star seeds. I mean, this is something we did, and then we forgot that we did it, right? We forgot that that's how we. I think, I think you know, if you're talking about maybe like Atlantis, right, Lemuria, like Edgar Cayce would talk about. They had all these technologies then, and, and that's how they worked with people, and that's how they healed people then. It was more of an energy, you know, more biological and less mechanical. There's no, nobody drill, drilling any nails in your bones or anything like that, you know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Oh, I got chills all over so cool Yay, so awesome. cool it's been so nice talking to you i'm so glad you um oh we're gonna talk you again reached out <laughs> to me yeah i've enjoyed this it was great uh getting to talk to you both and to to um hear both of your voices you know uh, in my ear and uh, officially meet you so um it's been a pleasure and i think we've just scratched the surface well, like holly said we'll be talking again yeah okay awesome thank you so much thanks so much Bye, Heather. I love you. Oh, man. That was so cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How do we do it? How do we do know. it week after it's, week after week? I trust the process. I trust the process of, like, and I need it, man. Man, do I need open lines in my <laughs> life. I would be a wreck without it. Like, I do. I need to feel connected because sometimes I do feel so weird. It's nice to know I'm not weird alone. I have sisters and brothers in weirdness all over the world. It's, it's nice doing crazy research It's nice projects. for me to be able to just kick back and listen for a little while, for an hour. Oh yeah, because you've been. 
and, You've been the voice and for a while. to listen to something interesting. This was so <laughs> interesting, know? and my mind is just going. I say this after everyone because everybody gets gets me going, but because um, you we have had such great guests, and the relationships that are like growing from these completely random interactions for me because I just like trust and trust you at bringing on the guest. I mean, it's just deepening and getting crazier in the, all the good ways. And what I've noticed, too, I mean, we might as well stay on this electronic connection, is that these things I'm posting, listeners are, like, now going and following their Instagram accounts, and they're yes, becoming and friends. Yes, and connecting, yes, all together, outside of us as well. Yes. It's beautiful. It's, it's a good cool. thing. It's so cool. Well. Deep breath. <laughs> Hang on. <clears throat> Let me ground. I'll touch you, man of earth. Do you do Grounding you have any uh, any closing parting words you want to say before we wrap this thing up? Or I just I think this is a big thing. I think um, the fact that she's you know exploring a methodology that she can teach other people to explore and and with hopefully everything out there um, have the same success so that we could remember these technologies and these methods of, of healing that are physically less obtrusive and violent. I mean, isn't that what everybody can agree on? That's one thing we could definitely yeah, have more sure. of. For sure. Yeah. Sorry, I'm all mushy now. That's all right. That's all right. It's the moon or something. All right, well, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, I had a blast. Um, I'll talk to you soon. She runs through the valley of death and of sleeping. She laughs as she dances, her feet wake the flowers. She comes up now running through our gloomy town. This jade is the girl of the hour. We can't help but follow, she's Buddha, just watch her She moves like an old gypsy woman, but swear she's a girl And all that she asks we will allow her For Jade is the girl of the hour Now just wake up to see her For when she smiles They all feel the power The strong men, the children And even the cowards know Jane's the girl of the hour Forget the name 
join her, she's blessed for construction. She sings and sounds of the hammer of God, man, I swear. She's come here to fill us with power. It's Jade, the girl of the hour. So 